and welcome to Off the Leash with Eliza, the pet business coach. Eliza is an entrepreneur, coach, writer, pet industry expert, recovering corporate junkie, and pet mom. After fleeing her 9 to 5 of 30 years, she launched her own pet sitting and dog walking business, growing it from nothing to six-figure revenue and a dozen employees in less than two years. If you love animals and have ever dreamed about making a career out of working with pets, Eliza has your back. She'll give you a practical look at the mechanics of starting and running a pet business, mixed with a no-holds-barred look at the ups, downs, and sideways of making a huge change in your life and finding your true self with a lot of slobbery kisses along the way. Life is short. Don't spend a chain to something that doesn't bring you joy. Here's your host, Eliza, helping you live off the leash. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Off the Leash with the Pet Business Coach. I'm your host, Eliza, and I am excited to be with you today, whether you're on the treadmill, in your car, at the dentist appointment, or wherever you are. This episode is dropping on November 1st, so we're just at the cusp of the holiday pet sitting craziness. So I invite you to take a short break from your immediate to-do list and talk with me a little bit about the future of your pet business. I like the quote, life is what happens to you when you're busy making other plans. This happened to a friend of mine recently when her dad had to have emergency surgery. It got me thinking about what happens to your business when life unexpectedly happens. That's our topic for today. I'm going to guide you through how to set your business up for these unexpected bumps, or in some cases, giant gaping craters in the road, so that you can bounce back easily and quickly. I think it's going to be an amazing show, so let's get going and let's get off the leash. My friend's 84-year-old dad recently had an emergency triple bypass. It came on really suddenly with very little warning after 40 years of healthy living. He's a vegan, he's done yoga for 30 years, and is more active than most 20-year-olds. He bikes, lifts weights, and walks regularly. Truth be told, he's always been in much better shape than people half his age. He's well on his way to a full recovery now, but it was a hard time for him and everyone around him. The blessing wasn't just his amazing surgical and healthcare team, and they were totally amazing. It was all that he had done before the surgery. His lifestyle and preparation for most of his adult life not only made the surgery possible, it made his recovery from it much faster. It's a similar situation in small businesses. You can do everything right in your business and still have a total meltdown. You can have all the right procedures, the best clients, perfect policies, awesome employees, and life will still happen. A global pandemic will hit us. A family emergency will take you away from your business for an extended amount of time. Your own health may force you to step back for a while. There is no way to eliminate, avoid, or prevent these things from happening. But what matters is how quickly you can recover from them. A strong business has four muscles that kick in when life happens to get your business back in fighting form. These are your business's policies, procedures, people, and priorities. 
Without these, getting back up after you get knocked down will be much slower and much harder. Chances are at some point you're going to have to step away unexpectedly from your business. There are people counting on you for their pets and you don't want to let them down. You need to build a business that doesn't depend on you clocking in every day and making sure things happen. I know this sounds a little bit daunting, but it is absolutely possible. I loved working in and on my business, but I purposely built a business that could stand on its own two legs so that if I wanted or needed to step away, I could do so without worrying that things would crumble. I did this by having a strong base of what I call the four big P's, policies, procedures, people, and priorities. Today, I'm going to take a look at these four muscles, these four big P's, and see where your business might need a little bit of toning up. Let's start with policies. These are really the rules of engagement in your business. There are many policies your business needs, but I'm going to talk about a couple of key ones that everyone should have. The first one is a time off policy. Employees need to and will take time off. If you don't have a set policy and expectations up front for this, you'll be at the mercy of last minute requests and tremendous schedule churn. A good time off policy needs to work for employees and the business. Some basic elements you should include in this policy is how much notice employees need to give for time off, what happens when proper notice isn't given because employees don't always give proper notice, how time off is granted. And what I mean by that is how is priority given if two people ask for time off at the same time, for example, and is it a different policy around the holidays versus less busy times? And finally, expectations of the amount of time off that employees can take. The second policy you should have is a substitute or call-in policy. This is the policy for what happens when employees have unexpected or and or last minute issues that prevent them from doing visits. Whether it's sickness, broken down cars, childcare emergencies, or anything else, there will always be unexpected issues. It's nice when you're available to handle these curveballs, but what happens if you're not? Pets still need care, and this isn't a job where you can simply say, I'll just do it tomorrow. Ideally, you want the employees to manage these situations on their own. This can be accomplished with things like a job swapping policy, including where to ask for a sub and what to do if they can't immediately find a sub. So that's policies. Let's talk about the next P, procedures. These are what give your people the tools they need to manage themselves. Again, there are many procedures in your business. I like to refer to these as SOPs or standard operating procedures. These are the how-to documents for your business. Let's talk about a couple of key ones. Your training procedure. I've talked to so many business owners who spend little or no time training their employees. And those who do train their employees tend to focus on field training or how to physically do a pet sitting visit or a dog walk. And almost no one has their training procedures written down. I like to say there is no such thing as a perfect employee just the perfect training for the average employee. Your training procedure should include onboarding, 
classroom training to teach them all about your policies and procedures, and of course the field training. The second procedure that I think everyone should have is what I call the unhappy client procedure. You will have unhappy clients from time to time. Problems will happen, things will go wrong. What your clients will remember when things go wrong is not that something went wrong, but rather how you responded to and dealt with the problem. Your employees need to be problem solvers, and you need to train them and give them the tools to be able to solve problems without you. So what do I mean by tools? For example, in my own business, all of my sitters were empowered to offer any client a free next visit to soothe a tense or unhappy client. They didn't actually give these away very often, but they all knew that they had this uh, as one of the tools in their back pocket if they needed it. I also had training for my managers and my sitters on how to speak, or rather how to listen to an upset client to get to a resolution that worked for them. All right, now let's talk about the third P, the third big P, that is people. As your pet business grows, you will get to a point where you are no longer a pet sitter, but instead you are a people manager. Having the right people is what will allow you to step away for a day or many days without fear. Defining your ideal employee avatar up front, and what I mean by avatar is just a description of your ideal employee By defining that upfront and purposefully seeking out these people, you'll ensure that you get people that are committed and dependable. I talk a lot about defining the ideal employee and how to not just look at their resume and their experience, but how to look at their life situation to judge whether they're a good fit for your team or not. And finally, the last big P, priorities. This one, I love this one. This one is all about setting boundaries. And this one isn't as much about you having to step away unexpectedly and kind of more about you having the strength and motivation to get back into the business after you've had a life event knock you down. These are the things that set limits for your business, help minimize disruption, and allow you and your employees to keep your sanity. Boundaries will fall into two groups, boundaries for your clients and for yourself. For your clients, here are some of the key ones. You want to have office hours, administrative office hours, and I make a distinction there because your office hours may be a little bit different than your actual pet sitting hours. Along with that, you also want to have the a policy, or rather a boundary, for the earliest and latest visit that you'll do during the day. You'll also want to have a boundary for your service area. doesn't make sense to service everybody in a 50-mile radius. You want a boundary for last-minute booking, so clients know that you are not able uh, to accommodate them last minute, and they abide by that. And you also want boundaries around cancellations. These are for your clients, and these really help your clients know where they can step and where the limit is. So for yourself, you also want to have boundaries. A good one to have a boundary for for yourself is the max number of visits that you'll do per day. Now, every pet sitter thinks that th- thinks that they can do 10 or more pet sitting visits a day. And you can for a few days or maybe a few weeks if you're really strong. But this is really 
too much and it's exhausting and you will get burned out. So it's good to have a limit for yourself uh, of the max number of visits you're willing to accept for you and your employees. Now, this may change during the holidays because we all know that's a crazy busy time. But in general, you know, know what that number is. You also want to have a limit for yourself on untouchable time. And, you know, this is time, maybe it's once a week, maybe it's once a day, maybe it's 30 minutes. It's just time that you've set aside. Nobody can touch it. Nobody can reach you. Nobody can call you for yourself to be able to recharge so you can be there for your business. In parallel with this, you also want to have vacation time away from your business. And this is important. A lot of pet sitters and dog walkers think that they cannot get away for a vacation. And this is the shortest path to burnout. And finally, you want to have some limits around staying in your own lane task wise. As business owners, it's very easy easy for us to fall into the trap where we think everything needs to be done by us because nobody can do things better than we can. Your employees are there for a reason. Give them tasks and let them do them without stepping into their lane. You will save your sanity in the long run and be able to focus on bigger things in your business. So with these four muscles in great shape, you won't have to worry about what you can't see coming and you can instead focus on enjoying your business. My friend's dad's story had a happy ending because of the work that he did before life happened to him. Is your business ready for when life happens to you? When you go to the market, you don't put one of everything in your cart. You only need some things. You pick and choose only the items you need. It's similar when you start a business. You need all kinds of documents, things like forms, policies, templates, procedures, and agreements. You may have some of these already and just need a few to fill in the gaps. You may be just starting out and need all of these. I've created a document marketplace to get you going quickly with exactly what you need. Find affordable, important for your business documents that you can customize to your company at www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog forward slash document dash marketplace forward slash. This link will be available to you on the show notes as well. Don't waste time reinventing the wheel writing documents from scratch. Check out the document marketplace today for your business. That's our episode for today. I'd also like to invite you to join your peers in the pet business community by joining our Facebook group. Just search for the Pet Business Academy to find a place where you can connect with other pet business professionals. You can also find me, the Pet Business Coach, on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I hope you enjoyed today's show, and if you did, I'd love it if you'd leave me a review on whatever platform you're tuning in on. And if you're ready to take the plunge and launch your own pet business, or if you feel stagnated and want to take your existing pet business to the next level, then reach out to me for a free coaching session at tpbc.dog. That stands for The Pet Business Coach, tpbc.dog. And finally, links for all of these resources and any mentioned in the show can be found on the show notes page by going to the episode website on your phone, scrolling to the bottom, and clicking on the show notes link. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't forget to choose happiness. Are you wondering if a pet business is right for you? Are you feeling lost or overwhelmed in your pet business and don't know who to turn to? Do you want to start doing something you love and living your life off the leash? Eliza can help. She offers a four-hour, one-on-one coaching package for working through complex questions or developing strategic and tactical plans for your business. This package can be used as you need it over two months in 30 or 60-minute increments to give you time to digest and act on what you learn. Eliza also offers 30 or 60-minute single sessions to help you get answers to your quick or less complex issues or questions. Book a free 20-minute coaching call with Eliza today at www.tpbc.dog. And in the meantime, don't forget to check out Eliza's tools and templates to help you move your business forward. You can find them on our website at www.thepetbusinesscoach.dog. Have a pawsome week and join us for the next episode of Off the Leash.